Hello and welcome to episode four of the Philosophy Stoners. I am your host, Steve. And I am Steve's alternate personality, Steve. <laughs> and with us tonight is uh, actually an old friend of ours by the name of Chris. Hi, ho ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's pleasant and to meet you all. So we're going to uh, have a couple of different topics tonight. The very first topic... Uh, which is going to be introduced and discussed uh, primarily by our good friend Chris here. Apparently. Which is uh, the sacred order of the Temple of the Eastern Shell. The sacred order of the Temple of the Eastern Shell. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Or for a little while, anyways. Um, and by the way, before we... We're going to start off with... This is a satirical thing. <laughs> okay. It, it, this is for fun, and this is for shits and giggles, and we're going to have fun with it. The Sacred Order of the Temple of the Eastern Shell is a religious belief that one could subscribe to, but shouldn't. I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic, so let me start at the beginning. But shouldn't. But shouldn't. The beginning of the beginning of this. Um, okay, so like, alright, I grew up uh, watching a little show called Mystery Science Theater 3000, making fun of B-movies and whatnot. Yeah. Years later... As a, a my early twenties, as a as a B movie cult movie dork, <laughs> I found uh, these kaiju movies. Kaiju being you know, Japanese movies. Have you seen Godzilla? <laughs> Godzilla being the most popular kaiju monster. Okay, yeah. the knockoff version of Godzilla would be a um, creature called Gamera. It looks like a turtle. It's a turtle, but he's got walrus teeth, walrus tusks that are upside down. And he shoots fire out of his, you know, he can shoot fire out of his sides, his arms, his appendages, and his breath. And it's a, you know, cheesy yeah. Japanese movie. Oh, yeah. So now, um, very funny, very goofy, and marketed, marketed towards kids. The kid, uh, it's marketed it, towards kids. So yeah. If you know in Godzilla, all right, when the, the bomb drops... It's supposed to be like a like a metaphor for the end of World War II when we yeah. realized we had nuclear power, atomic energy, and the fear of what that might be. The Godzilla movie, the first Godzilla movie, was about what if the shocks, waves, and the heat given from a bomb dropped somewhere could wake up a prehistoric creature that was pretty much cryogenically frozen in the earth. Yeah. And bring it back, and that was Godzilla, the nuclear fear. Now the Gamera knockoff. These movies are more marketed towards kids, and not thinking that deep. It's, late 50s early 60s yeah um and they're nerdy <laughs> cute little japanese kids around interested in science and doing their homework and shit and so it's all about how gamera got off in space and stuff so the first gamera movie try to speed along through this first gamera movie <laughs> they drop a bomb some old people from the war knew where some treasure was buried or something they went to some far reach out and you know cold reaches of the North Atlantic or right, the yeah. North Pacific, I guess, because it's from Japan. And <laughs> yeah. uh, they found Gamera. They accidentally broke him out of his shell amongst, amongst the injured people who might live in the village. And they go, that's the monster of the prophecy. And Gamera starts uh, fucking up Earth. He's in Tokyo right. all the time, jumping around. And they say, Gamera's been sighted all over the planet, you know, spinning around his little turtle shell. Military gets involved. <laughs> There's a kid named Timmy right. who just likes turtles. So before he discovers Gamera, he's all like, Got this pet turtle and TV, and they're like, "You're not focusing on your homework enough because this is Japan, and we make you study harder than more normal countries." And the kid's like, "But I, Timmy, like, no, no, you School. take that turtle back to the lake and let it go, young man." And so Timmy's giving up, and 
camera pops up out of the ocean. <laughs> Look, everyone, it's camera. So this kid's just obsessed with turtles. And, and the weirdest thing about this B-movie is that every time there's a military-grade, like, operation where the, the Japanese military is sealed off this area and they're about to blow up Gamera when he comes over the horizon. Timmy gets through all that fucking security shit and gets to the point where he's like, no, no, you cannot shoot Gamera General. And you're like, <laughs> oh man, how does Timmy get in all these? He's, he's clearly a prophet telling us about the soon coming Messiah. Now this yeah, is yeah. <laughs> the end of the movie. They seal Gamera, or the end of one of the movies, they seal Gamera up into a little thing. They shoot him out in space, so now he's not screwing up Japan or the world anymore. Yeah. They send him out in space, he's impenetrable. Yeah. This is where my um, religious order begins. Now we're stepping away from the mythology of the films, and I'm going to take you into what the sacred, sacred order of the temple of the eastern shell is really about. We've taken that mythology from Japanese film of the 1960s, and we believe that Gamera is our Lord. Not Godzilla, who claims to be a god, but he's really just a dumbass reptile. You can see the zipper from the back of Godzilla. False prophet. False prophet. False reptile. Shun the non-believers. Shun the non-believers. <laughs> oh, when we step out and start following prophecies, we'll see the truth. Gamera will return from deep space. Tell it, show brother. And he will come back to claim the holy land of Japan. And he will say, this is my place. I am Gamera, the defender of the children. I am Gamera, the defender of the earth. Preach! Yes. And we will we will have free beer and and tattoos. Tattoo parlors all in Japan. There will be, like, Japanese chicks dressed as rockabilly chicks at both Japanese and American car shows. You know, it's going to be, everybody's it's going to be glorious. Nobody's going to have a job. We're all going to go. Nobody's going to have a job. We're all just going to sit around and, and, and but, but... Woe unto those who believed in Godzilla. For Gamma will return and send out his fiery breath upon them and roast their flesh. That's Only exactly, those. That's exactly right. Now, I want to get to the core of what this religion is about. The kind <laughs> deed that you can do to ensure your place in the Holy Land of Japan <laughs> when Gamma returns. And it's very simple and it's irreversible. I don't care... Like, I don't care how many banks you rob after this. It's not 1995, is it? I don't care how many... You don't have to do anything great. You don't even have to sacrifice anyone. This is a very simple call. All you got to do is help a turtle cross street. This summer, when it gets hot out, you're riding those back roads and the turtles are trying to get from lake to lake and they're crossing a three-lane, four-lane, six-lane intersection. They're crossing. I said, stop your car. Pick that turtle up. Set it down on the other side of the road. I've known people who have made me stop so they could do that for turtles. It's for a close friend of ours. We should start I, doing I, Close friend of all of ours once told I'm not no, like working. I just try not to hit them. I know I don't normally if it's just me, I don't try to like stop and move. Well, like I just try well, to You're not only doing half, half the deed, bro. But I also know places. people who are fucking fucked up in the head and they'll like try to hit fucking turtles and I'm Yeah, like, don't do that's that. That's not cool. Don't do don't that. Fucking you know, he will roast you back in his fiery turtle breath. <laughs> he will, yeah. You will not have a place. Simple commandment. You don't have to. You don't have to get up every day and say, you know, face the east and bow. Blah, blah, blah. Help one turtle cross the street one time. Look, when that and shell Gamera rises will remember in the east. That. When that shell rises in the east, I mean. When that, when that mighty sacred ship. I think everyone could, uh, could climb on board with that because, I mean, you know, there's so many uh, 
other religious beliefs out there. And I mean, really, all you gotta do is help one turtle cross the help road. Help one you turtle know. cross one yeah. road. <laughs> yeah. And Gamera yeah, will bless you forever. Backup plan, right? Yeah. How? <laughs> so, uh. Hail the shell. All hail <laughs> the sacred order of the temple. Of the um, Eastern Shell. Is there any more? Oh, there's some other funny stuff I wanted to add before I'm done. By all means. Uh, I have a friend who means. I won't name, um, friend named Jason, and I won't say his last name, who is in a metal band, and he's very much trolling by a little Facebook group about Gamera. Yeah. And, but it's for fun. I added him because he would, so that it's like the whole group is just kind of, you know, me posting something about Gamera, people going, oh, blah, blah, blah. Godzilla's real. Godzilla's, you know, Godzilla's <laughs> yeah. the real one. Like it's in the name, Godzilla, and me going, oh, blasphemy, blasphemy, all. <laughs> so I want to talk him into doing it because I know that the dude's best fucking metal as fuck, and I just want to have him believe that we're gonna have a crusade pilgrimage like the Knights of Templar, but we're gonna go to Japan and see people with Godzilla T-shirts or something. Cleave him. <laughs> Anime? Anime is the devil's cartoons! Cleaver! <laughs> I don't know what we would do. See, that part really, of I don't even know what totally Japan's like. I'm just, I'm, just being a, I'm just being a douche. Oh, right man, now. Japan, but, there's some crazy shit that goes on in Japan. You know what's cool about Japan that I learned on NPR? What's that? Is it, they they have American NPR. and European-style <laughs> cafes and stuff. Because <laughs> they like... This they week like, it's our pleasure <laughs> life on NPR. One uh, thing I learned, they have American... American throat. Like style, like diners and cafes, or what you might say, that look kind of like where where people would hang out in America, and they just kind of like um, hang around in there with uh, foreigners from America who work oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about that actually. Another like, thing that cool I found out <laughs> that may or may not be true is that there's at least several, maybe a, a whole Japanese bluegrass movement really playing out straight up, That's like amazing. banjo picking. Earl Scruggs awesome. style mountain music. I bet they're music. way better than Americans. And they're, yeah, because well, I mean, no matter where you are in the world, whatever <laughs> kind of music you're into, you could be from America, anywhere where you are in the world. If you like a certain type of music and you start getting to the rhythm of it, doesn't matter what culture you are. You just play. You mean you well, love yeah, something? You yeah. Love it, oh you yeah. Know? So there's there's you. The language of music is universal, my friend. Like you can, it's a thing you feel inside. It'd be yourself, so cool you know? as a musician to. Um, sorry. It'd be really cool as a musician to jam with people that, um, you know, the only thing you're communicating through the music, if you don't speak the same language, that'd be a cool jam session. I think so, too. I mean, honestly, that's like, it's a really interesting concept. I don't know how that would work on a practical level, but I would I would be down to try that out. Well, I think that's my portion, man. I think I've pretty hey, much said everything about Gamera, though. That actually, what you just said about that, about music. Oh, no, there were some other things I was to say about Gamera. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say that that uh, thing you were saying about music being relevant to all people and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like on a rhythmic, uh, in, internal kind of level, you know, like it sort of ties in with the whole secondary topic that we're about to move on to. Alright, let's do that, yeah. I had some other things, but I, I was going to say, if, future if you have something else, I won't reveal what we're going to talk about second yet, if you want to continue, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So going into more into the Joe Cole, this is my finale. <laughs> <laughs> All the bullshit. So, like, imagine also that this um, imaginary turtle cult thing also references the Ninja Turtles in that the Ninja Turtles all had different colored bandanas. 
Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, so, you like, have yeah, to talk about Every this. ritual has to have, like, ranks. You have to have ranks within this group. There's a hierarchy. Yeah, and I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but each one will be represented by a certain Ninja Turtle. Yeah, because you said the Ninja Turtles That's were great. supposed to be, like, the four prophets or the something. four prophets. Like, explain that part. That's, That's another thing. Oh, man. Wind Gamera's return. Everyone might be wondering <laughs> when Gamera returns. Actually, that should be the finale. I don't know why we were dumb enough not to... Talk about that, yeah. yeah. We should have thought about so that. How you will know the signs of the times of Gamera's return. The end well, times. I predict prophecies. that when the four prophets, as the Ninja Turtles, get a reboot. They rise from the sewer. They get another depths. movie. Yeah, they get another movie. That is the signification. <laughs> signification. That, the is, signifier? The, that is the prophecy being being yeah. opened up. It's when, when, you, when the next time you see a trailer for, like, there's going to be a new Ninja Turtle movie coming out. Then, shortly after that, I will not say the date or the hour, but after that movie gets released, the mighty Gamera will You'll know return. the end times are coming. The end times are coming. He will rise from the east, back <laughs> right. to our planet. Hence the eastern shell. Eastern shell. And he will return after the next day. He'll rise with the sun in the east. Fantastic. Yeah. Right? Fantastic. Thank That's you. Great. All right. So, Michelangelo uh, was the highest ranked. Yeah, school, yeah. By the way, and then it's Raphael, because yeah. he's a, you know he's cool but rude. Yeah, yeah. The, all the Raphael level people in the cult have to troll people on Facebook and bully <laughs> them into becoming and camera, is, you know, the camera believers. The they have to join yeah. the sacred order of, of the, the temple, temple of, of the, the eastern, eastern shell. shell. Yeah. <laughs> we just named well, it, so we're trying to remember the name of it. Anyway, that's my spiel. I'm done. So. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I really appreciate you being on the show, man. That Sorry was, about all that. He'll be he'll be with us a lot more often here and there. Uh, he, we, like I said, we've known this this character for quite some time. So, uh, anyway, without further ado, I'm gonna let. Uh, oh, I just want to say thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Hey, no problem. No, no problem. Man. Uh, thanks for being here. It is an honor. Yeah, absolutely, man. Actually, fun fact. Me and Chris had originally intended on starting the podcast, but we yep. I think we recorded an episode and it didn't take for some reason. Like it didn't actually record, <laughs> I, I, and yeah. we were like, "Well, shit!" And then we never got around to doing any more of it. But we probably but, um, we might still do that. It's, but I think it's something to get into. Either way, he'll be on with us regularly. I have least. several favorite podcasts from people that are normal people. Like uh, I have at least one favorite podcast that I will make a shout out to. Yeah. For people that are normal people just like us. There's people who aren't famous. It's yeah. only for fans of Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> so, um, but oh, it's yeah. called Soulmates. S-O-L-Mates. And it's, what it is, it's two married couples that are friends, but they also are big fans of that show. And they'll pick a random episode of any season, any time, once a week or every other week. Or so, and yeah. review it, and they're just having the funnest time. Talking yeah. about my favorite TV show. Oh yeah! So I really like them. And I email them and shit, bullshit with them. Hell yeah! Share some awesome. of my other ideas that I'll share in other episodes. Right on. Cool. They're just regular folks who do a podcast, and so there's Hell no reason yeah. why we can't also be regular folks who do a podcast. Yeah. All right. Truly. So, uh, I'm gonna let uh, Steve take his. Uh, he's gonna explain something that we've referenced once or twice in the podcast but never really gone in depth on we've meant to go into it as a whole topic in and of itself and we're going to do that right now but I'm going to let Steve because this is his sort of uh, brainchild idea you know that he sort of passed on to us but I'm going to let him introduce it so by all means sir give us your uh, one 
one species, one planet. One species. Or hashtag one OSOP if you guys want to join in on the call. Hashtag one, OSOP. Once, you, OSOP. once you've heard what he's got to say, you know, if you want to help out, ha- spread it. it you gotta, you gotta, it's an idea. It, being me, humanity, humanity is our only hope, guys. All right, we've, we've all we've got. Yeah, uh, we're we're, we're all, all we've, we've got. got. Yeah, yeah. You're right, I mean, right. You know, all right. right, man. Uh, That's right. As far as we know, as, as far as proof is given, we're the only humans around, and we exist on this one planet. Yeah. Okay. I don't right. care about race, creed. Yeah. Where you came up, yeah. if you. Speaking clicks, if you, you know, yeah, I, it doesn't matter. Human, yeah. if you're a human, all right, we're one species, like dogs and fucking cats and goddamn, I mean, you know, birds, all that good shit. Yeah, you got subspecies and different colors and different, different languages and different calls and sounds that come out of different fucking animals and shit. But it still comes down to a species thing, all right. Yeah. So oh, we yeah. as humans are one species on this planet. We're the only human species on this planet. There's not some other bipedal creature that has intelligence and is challenging our authority on the planet. Yeah. Okay? Alright, so so we give ourselves to being the highest intelligence on the planet. Alright? But yet all we do is fucking squabble and fucking goddamn kill each other and, you know, bad and horrible and worse and you know okay I get it the world sucks I get it that people are corrupt and evil and none of us are pure uh, you know but the whole point is you know we've got this one fucking planet and it's not enough alright it was a century ago it still is now but going at the rate we are it's not going to be forever you know I mean it ain't gonna die out in our lifetime, Not for but us. I mean, you know, look, Mars is a fucking a dust ball, and that's us. I really think that's us. Totally topic yeah. for another time. That's but gonna be another whole. That's to me. I look at that in my mind, and I say, we did that, and we're doing that to Earth. We can do it to Earth. Yeah. We're gonna turn it into a fucking dust ball, and and when we do, there's not another planet close to uh, inside of our solar system that can sustain human life so that pretty much be end of the species okay we die out yeah aliens might discover us you know fossils and you know listen to our old music they find on discs and have to have some (laughs) kind of weird experiment to figure out how to read it you know I don't know but either way something either way so we're one one species and we're on one planet and we've got to get the fuck off of it but the only way that's truly going to happen in a way that is going to be beneficial for the species as a whole yeah is if we're under one world government kind of shit but not 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 the 1% like crazy yeah. shit people yeah, all fuck right that. fuck our bat shit governments governments worldwide i i mean i know there's governments out there that are really about their people and their countries are fucking great and they get <laughs> yeah shit on by the american but, oh, you know, yeah. news media and shit. Absolutely. We don't hear good news 
in, in America. We, we, we focus on the evil, the bad, the, the death, the corruption. I mean, oh, yeah. we, we don't know really, really what good is going on in the world unless we singly go out fucking searching for that yeah. shit. All right? Yeah. And it's there. There are there governments that on our planet that are good that actually still, you know, care about their fucking people. and what, They're much, much smaller countries. But, you know, either way, if we could get the idea in our head that I give a fuck about you because you're a human yeah, and throw everything else out the window, which I know is an impossible fucking thing, they, and where we sit right now, but it's got to start yeah. with where an idea. Right yeah, And it's got to be a group of people that grasp onto that idea, <clears throat> and yeah. that group gets bigger over time. Let it be a fucking rebel group at some point in time in history, yeah. 250 years from now. Yeah. But if we don't start a fucking movement towards realizing that we are one species, and we need to propagate our species and quit trying to run ourselves extinct yeah. over superficial shit. Yeah. We, we war over this planet. We war over resources. That there is enough that if we would all to be, you know, like our little yeah, sci-fi movies and like, together. look, you know, it look, it's the Vulcan planet and it's all Vulcans. Were they out there fucking killing each other? No. And, and almost every planet they went to, they, the civilizations that were advanced were one species on one planet or several planets, but they... They were civilized amongst their own species. They were right. You don't harm your own, not yeah. unless they've done wrong. Which can't say you know you're ever going to get rid of criminals because once again we're corrupt. Yeah. But oh yeah. You know. But you make it's a good point. That's why when you brought it up, I was like, once this podcast came as an idea, I was like, we absolutely have to talk about one species, one planet. I mean, there's because I've never put I mean, a name to it, but what you're saying is a way that I felt for a long time, but never knew how to put it in words. You know what I'm well, saying? And, and to me, it's, it's when you said it's it, a I was huge like, wow, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's a big, right. broad topic. Now, how do we get people to see us? That's the fucking question, now, isn't it? How do you break the real? That's problem. the million dollar question. That, that is the million dollar. You know what question. I mean? Because. As I said to begin I with, humanity is our anymore. only hope, but it would me personally, planet. I really don't have much hope in humanity. Same here. I really think, hey, we're probably going to go extinct because but I don't think anybody out there it's really like sees idealistic it that way. Or if they do, not realistic. So now, let's go to something wild, and I'm still with you. One species. Yeah, I'd kind of like to hear your thoughts on the whole in thing. In the whole grand scheme of the universe, all the eternities that lay out before us that we can't reach, yeah. how many times has a species like us come along and adds intelligent life, fade away, and there's nothing, and we pop up over here, they pop up over there? True enough. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. I mean, you know, if That's you true. listen to what I, I, I loved Stephen Hawking, uh, it wasn't Stephen yeah. Hawking. Yeah, yeah. I had his name right. Okay. Yeah. It didn't sound right off my lips to begin with, but you know, uh, yeah, that, he, he I listened to a a speech of his, uh, where he was talking about the it's the the huge number the 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 possibility the fact that we exist. Yeah, yeah. In and of itself is is. A mathematical miracle. Now we get to the heart of the yeah, because if you get down to like the rational right now, scientific 
approach for all is, the things to come into play to actually create sentient see, part life. Part of me doesn't completely you buy not. into like I do believe in science. I do. I'm I'm not like oh, you know, yeah, but I, I but I, I don't, think that like Justin said, I think the I last, try not to discount anything. He said so, well, well yeah, but I unless there's absolutely no fucking proof what's a fucking ever. Oh well it. if it's ridiculous. It's if it's ridiculous. yeah. So, I mean but if it but if it has the mighty turtle. Hail the shale. <laughs> the sacred order of the temple of the Eastern Shell. Shell brother. Right. Shell brother. I, yeah. I didn't even say that part. Shell brothers. Hey, shell brothers. Right. He's shell brother. Help a turtle cross the street. But seriously, one species, one planet. Because as as Steve likes to say, it would well the way he puts it, um, he thinks it could only happen through an, another alien species. I, I, I was going to get to that, yeah. You know, and I mean, my my take is I hope it doesn't take that, but you're probably right. I I really think See. the only way we could be because of where we sit in our mentality, if like say we were given a hundred years to get off the planet, I I, I think Stephen Hawking actually had. Yeah. Some uh, it was a it was a small number. I don't remember if it was a hundred years or a little more than that. But either way, you know, not it, just because of the way our population and everything is going. I mean, sooner or later we're going to go to such war that it's going to be. I mean, maybe a handful of us will survive. Yeah. But and it's really going to take something like that to me. Uh, it, it's going to take something next to apocalyptic. Shit. All right. Yeah. The heart. Your of thoughts, the matter. sir. The heart of the matter. All, all in all of this is that there is no telling why we're here or how we got here or why we're alive but we need to take every second of this to make our lives the best possible life we can have well, not only that yes. to make an impact on other fucking people yeah because I mean both what's your life what you know, to me, I mean, yes. what's your life worth I, if nobody I remembers feel both you? Of those and this is why I'm moved that we stop making life. fun of live, laugh, love decorations. Because <laughs> it's actually when you start thinking about what eternity is, when you die and you're dead and there's nothing, you just you live that little while. You need to live, laugh, and fucking love every second that you are here, this Steve. True, Steve. Man. Steve we Steve. gotta do it, y'all. We've gotta make our lives. We've gotta, we've gotta make Steve our lives Steve. beautiful in any way we, we can. We really do. Because this is special. Just to be here, man. Just to be hey, here. Hey man. I haven't seen you I've seen Steve a whole lot, but I haven't seen you in a little bit not too terribly like god awful. Like you were missing for years. Like no, like I've seen you like a couple you know of months ago. I saw you a couple of months ago. <laughs> y'all know where I at but y'all know where I'm at most of it. And I you know, but it's good to have you and it's good to have you on the show and uh I'm either at the trailer or the pub or out of town. Hail the show. Hail the shell. Hell the shell. I love that. Are you going to throw out the information as always? Yeah, as always, uh, you can always contact us uh, at thephilosophystoners at gmail.com with any uh, comments on the show or topics that you would like for us to discuss. Or, I mean, honestly, at this point, even if you guys wanted to request of uh, some of the guest hosts like Justin or Chris... Like in in an email uh, topic that you would like to hear their thoughts on, you know, by all means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Throw hard it nosed. You know. Yeah, Chris. I'm, Chris would love to answer you. Hard nosed uh, man. You know, I have a lot of I got a lot of passions and, and convictions, and I tell you, I don't mind telling you 
telling you guys, I know a thing about two or about a thing or two. <laughs> I know a thing or two about a thing or two. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. Yeah, no apologies needed. Uh, so thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll see you in episode five. And, every, and you guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's been an honor. Be well, people. You're a scholar and a gentleman. Until next time. Until next time, yeah.